Hi, I'm Nate Flax. I'm Noah Longworth McGuire. And, and this, this is, is Talking, Talking Lion. Lion. Talking Lion is an artist-to-artist interview podcast where we talk to our friends about life, music, and everything in between. Most of the time, we're artists ourselves, a duo called Sleeping Lion. But we started this podcast to dive deeper into what it means to be an artist and creative. If you're a fan of us, our podcast, or our community, feel free to join our Discord at sleepinglionmusic.com slash discord. Now on with the show. We recorded this episode with our new friend, Echoes. I first met Echoes at Mothica's album release party, and we met up for this interview shortly after. We recorded this following the release of her new record, Affirmations. An incredible vocalist, poetic songwriter, and a champion for affordable mental health treatment. We became fast friends with Echoes, and we hope you enjoyed this interview. So, without further ado. I'm Echoes, and this is Talking Lion. Well, hey. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you. you. <laughs> no, I, I, we know, we know, no, we go way back. Right. Yeah. 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 You don't, you guys are just meeting. But yeah. Right yeah. now. We, we've had, yeah. we've had yeah. exactly one additional encounter prior to no, this No, we've one. had like 10 years of additional encounters. Yeah. We right. actually, we went to the same school. Yeah. We formed a yeah. duo called Additional Encounters back yeah. in high school. Back a pretty in high good school. Name. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where um, we cracked cold ones we cracked, <coughs> for the boys. We cracked <laughs> boys with the cold ones. We cracked boys with the cold ones. Yeah, well, we we just we just went on a on a bit of a field trip. Hell yeah, we got we got a bit of a wild <laughs> goose chase. Would you call chase. it yeah. a feels trip? A feels trip? A field yeah, trip. we were feeling things. Yeah, yeah we were uh, feeling caffeinated. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got we got our brown. <laughs> I love it because we call so we legitimately get hash browns and we call it around browns in the morning. Around yeah, browns. yeah. I'm gonna plug them because they're great. Muffin can stop us. Please sponsor me. I like go there every day. Muffin can muffin stop can us. Stop muffin us. can stop us. Where's that? In Glendale, fellas. And there let me go. tell you, you can get little hash browns and we were like round of browns. And I'm trying to make it a thing. So I love Wait, that you sorry, call this. Muffins can stop muffin us. Muffin can stop us. Muffin can stop us. Sounds silly because it is. Sometimes the silly the silly. It's my favorite place. Yeah. Like I'm obsessed. Use promo code Lion. <laughs> use use promo code Muffin. Can you imagine Lion. if you walked into a into a brick and mortar <laughs> store and said, "I have a promo code <laughs> from a podcast." Yeah. Use use promo code got, Muffin Lion to oh, get kicked out of the store. Okay, but wait, they literally when your order's ready, there's somebody that will say, "Come on down to Muffin Town, order number like whatever." Every time. Yeah. It's like we just went to Party City this morning, yeah. and when, when you walk in, they legally have to say. Welcome to the party. No, that, no, they, no, they you don't. That I missed morning? that. It, it happened three not? times. All no, three no, employees no. went. Welcome to the party. Welcome oh to the party. Oh my god. Welcome to the party. No. And I, I, the last time I went to that exact party city, the same thing happened. Welcome. To we the missed. Party. We missed the uh, the wig rush this morning. We did. We went. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, party city at uh, nine a.m. <laughs> nine a.m. on a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the wig rush. It's the wig the, rush. The wig rush. Yeah. Was a little known fact. A thousand. A thousand wigs go up for sale, and a thousand people claim them at nine a.m. Wow. So you don't you don't even need Black Friday. You just have a Wednesday. Yeah, a, a fun Wednesday. Do people were people in line for this? Uh, I mean, we were beyond line. Wow, yeah. we, we just missed it. it wow. was, the place was cleaned yeah. out when wow. we got there. Yeah, we were told we were told we were late. Oh my god, right. we went to Party yeah. City this morning. We went to Party City. This wow, morning. that's that in itself is the party that you went to Party City this morning. <laughs> it was exciting. Yeah, there's some cool stuff there. Yeah, it's like such a weird eclectic mix of like, just like cheap <laughs> random stuff uh -huh. like just, in every color in, in every, every color. there's aisles that are like by color right yeah. i didn't realize uh how inexpensive pinatas were 
No, we okay. Sorry, think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this really shook you, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to know. What I've been happens? trying to think about the econ- what, what, economics. What of would it? you estimate the average cost of a pinata would be? I'm gonna say like twenty dollars. Yeah, see, that's a normal answer. Yeah, no, that's a totally normal <laughs> wait, and wait. reasonable human response. How much? Like a big champagne shaped. Those are, it's paper mache, brother. It, they can't charge you that much for <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm saying. It's right? paper mache, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe okay. Hear me. Maybe like for the big ones, like seventy-five. How much are they? How much is a okay? So the one I saw, this champagne bottle, was thirty dollars. But okay. So but here's the thing. Okay, pinatas are are filled with candy. Yes. If I were to buy a a bag. Of equivalent candy, mm-hmm. it probably put me back about fifteen to twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me that the rest of it is ten dollars? Like, what's the margin here? True. What? If well, you- the the margin on the candy is probably pretty insane because yeah, you know, candy yeah, doesn't cost yeah. as much to make. But I'm just I'm just saying like, and the paper is probably pretty cheap per yeah, unit. Would it be yeah. ch- like? I mean, obviously, it's cheaper to buy the two bags of candy. Are they, just, okay, here's the question. Are they handmade? Yeah, that's the thing. Because if they're handmade, we're trying to pay top dollar for that. Because that's that's artwork. They looked too... Yeah. I can't... I don't want to think about them being handmade. That makes me really sad. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope that if they're handmade, they're, like, way more expensive. They're going to have you on record saying that robot hands are not handmade. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we're at a place in society for me to get canceled for that yet. So I'm gonna. I'm. I'm okay with that. All right. If someone. All right. If someone. Right. I mean, it's on the record. If. If in 30 years it sounds like a robo, like a like a like, like a, a robo civil war. Yeah. If, yeah. if I'm on the wrong side of robo history, then yeah. unfortunately, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm capable. Of I change. respect. I respect robot hands. I do too. <laughs> oh, we're off to a good start. We are. Yeah. Yeah. I love podcasts. I really do because I am quite a little jokester myself. So as this caffeine kicks in more, the bad jokes will surface. Uh, we all got. We, we all got our brown. I was up really late because I drank Red Bull last night with nice. my friends, and we yeah. were eating risotto and drinking Red Bull. Really risotto fancy. and Red Bull. I know. Yeah. Don't. It's. A yeah. trash lord, and um, but they call I it still... the Ponza special. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time, but then like I still, we all still got home at like midnight. But then because we had Red Bull at like nine, the Red Bull, the half life of the Red Bull kicks in. So I was just lying there watching TikToks until was like there, three a.m. Was there a like a perp? I feel like <clears throat> I tend to drink Red Bull with a purpose. Was there uh, what, what sparked oh. the decision to to have the Red Bull? You know, or was it? How it do you would, get there? I think we were all just kind of tired and we it were like, you know, risotto, it no? goes, yeah, right. yeah, 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 pair, yeah the, it, it pairs, pairs well. Yeah. The robustness of the risotto. The robustness, the, it was really the, the notes. The jet fuel taste. Yeah, of, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the notes of jet fuel really go well with risotto. With gu- guana or whatever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, what is it? Guyana. What's yeah. The, or the taurine. The taurine. The, yeah. yeah. That's, mm. that's the flavor. That yeah. Kind of like pukey <laughs> yes, flavor. The, the bile. The it bile, really yeah. brings out the flavor yeah. of the, the, the risotto. The, mm. But no, we were just drinking Red Bull okay. because we were tired. No, no judgment. I, I mean, you I can judge. Mean, it's pretty terrible. To come, come across no, mentally. I just mean, I personally only drink a Red Bull if I have to like do something. Oh, yeah. I, I shouldn't have Red Bull at all. I, I'm just not really drinking right now. So when I do that, I'm like, you know what? I'll have a Red Bull. Yeah. Like I just go through one. phases of like, I think I just want to be on a Red Bull kick, which you could argue is probably worse than well, a you're, nice you're glass of wine. You're now at least. I see. I've there's got my water alkaline water. Red. Alkaline water. Thank you, yeah. fellas. My oh, there's water in Red Bull. There's water in all liquids. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I actually met a woman once who 
She told me she didn't drink water. She only drank energy drinks. And then I was like, okay, well, what about like in the morning? She goes, well, I have coffee and they put water in that. And I was like, oh, well, and she said, the doctors say that I'm great. I'm t- this is at one of my old She's jobs. Dead now. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I, I could not convince this woman that she needed, like, well, I mean, it wasn't my place to convince her that she needed water, but I was just getting, my veins started hurting and I was like, are you, are you sure? And she was so proud that she hadn't had water in like eight years. And I was like, that's that's a crazy really, thing to be proud. Yeah, really it was. Weird yeah. I hope she's on. doing okay because she had a really cool vibe. Plot twist: You were her nutritionist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was really, really. You're like, I'd love to help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I used to work at a gym when I was like 19, and oh, she was you. she was there working out, and I was like at the front desk, and I don't know, I was like, oh, Did she drink Gatorade at least. Um, I think she literally had like a like a Red Bull or some shit with her at the gym, and I was like, sis, like, you wanna. <laughs> You want to have a water and like you know she was just not down so i don't know that really we went on a tangent there but thinking about red bull brought me to, to her and i hope she's okay she was really sweet she would come in a lot she was working out all the time yeah, may her memory be a blessing yeah <laughs> oh my god hope you're I doing like, well. i'd like to believe that she's still alive and yeah thriving. she's on that she's gonna she's gonna die on that throne of like i just don't fuck with water and you think it's like you'll have like a reverse intervention Oh, like I've never seen shit. somebody like have an intervention about yeah. like the abstinence of something. Yeah. Like we've noticed. Yeah. We've noticed that you haven't done this. Yeah. For so long. And right. It's hurt, and it's hurting <laughs> not just you now, but but all of us. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be doing this. Yeah. Now. You yeah. need to have some water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, to to circle back, um, Red Bull. I probably really shouldn't drink it. Um, but that's why I feel like a zombie today. Like it actually makes me feel like shit. But for some reason, it's like. <laughs> Have a Red Bull. Yeah, good idea. And then the wings, they kick in at 4 a.m. when you don't need them anymore. Like if you want a Red Bull, and it goes against the whole idea of like having a drink in your hand, right? Just to have a drink. You have to have the Red Bull like five hours before you you do anything. The half-life of Red Bull. The half-life of Red Bull. Because if you have one when you're already out, brother, you're going to be up till 5 a.m. Thinking about your thoughts with the thinking man. And no one wants to do that. Thinking about your thoughts with the thinking yeah, man. Yeah, the thinking man. He comes out at night. The thinking man? The thinking Is that like man. The, the hat man? Uh, the thinking man, he just comes out and he he notices that you're you're chilling and that your mind is still. And he goes, time to think some thoughts. Mm. And you're like, no, 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 I'm good. And he's like, are you sure about that? And you're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure thinking man. And then he just infiltrates. And all of a sudden you're thinking the thoughts of the thinking man. He reminds you of your Oh, my woes. God. I've yeah. never. I terrifying. I, 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 never, I, I never. I'm horrified Thought and could never, yeah. has never been as, as terrifying well, as Well, you that. probably have never heard of him because I made him up. But, I know, I yeah. know. It's amazing. It's, he's real, right? And then once yeah. I tell you, it's like, oh, fuck. He's, I'm going to think about that the next time I'm thinking. We all have a thinking man. The my, thinking man is in all of us. My partner turns around and goes, he's here. Yes, literally. My friends and I will say that. We'll be like, God, the fucking thinking man visited me last night. Ronit and I talk about the thinking man all the oh time. Oh my God. He's here to think your thoughts. And it's just like... He's here to think your thoughts. Yeah, and you're like, oh God. I used to have on my TikTok, I have some stupid ones where the thinking man, he, he has his own song. It's like the muffin man, but the thinking man. Can you man. sing it, please? It's like, do you know the thinking man, the thinking man, the thinking man? Do you know the thinking man? He's here to think your thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, it's this, like, this runs deep. Yeah, it, it does. I don't know how we got here, but uh, I wasn't sure if this was like something that you just improv like like immediately oh, no. or no. This is something you thought about. There's lore. Like, when did you this. first meet There's the thinking lore. man? The, I first met the thinking man in 2020. Yeah, you know when we were all quarantined, oh, yeah. and I was like sitting there. I was I was uh, what was did it? Did he appear with a mask? He did. 
<laughs> he uh, he wears a, a hood. He's like a he's like the oh, okay. the Grim Reaper. Yeah, there's lore. There's what's for his sure. age? You know, the thinking man has no age. Has no age. He's eternal. He's eternal. He's eternal. <laughs> yeah, he's eternal. A turtle. Oh, it's, he's eternal. No, he's, he's like, eternal. A, he, eternal. 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 Yeah. The more you say as the word as, eternal, it sounds like a turtle. As old eternal. as thought itself. He's old as Father Time. Old as, yeah. as, maybe older. <laughs> older. Who knows? Because Father Time needed to have a thought first. It's exactly. Which came first, Father Time? And we've all done psychedelics. Man. We know consciousness is yes. prior to the universe. Yes, we do. Yeah, and, which means that it came before time. It did. So the thinking so the man the thinking is, came first. He's just bones. He's a bag of bones. <laughs> he just bones. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. just shows he, up. He, you just said he just bones. No, he is just bones. Okay, but he just he could, bones. Yeah, he he is just bones. He's yeah. made of bones. He yeah. just bones because he's old. <laughs> he's just bones. But you know, I don't know what the thinking man does when he's not thinking. So, but uh, there's yeah. always something somebody thinking. Do you think the thinking true. man has, has to be thought. Uh, who thinks for the thinking man? That's the the. the question is old as time older than time. older than time yeah i think the thinking man has a lot of issues and so he doesn't want to address them so by thinking other people's thoughts okay he's a mm. he's an avoidant attachment you know mm. yeah well, what if we think his thoughts that's that's the, it's, well he yeah. thinks our th- he thinks our, he thinks our thoughts. Yeah. thoughts it's a symbiotic relationship yeah it really I is guess so. yeah okay, the thinking man yeah <laughs> i've never given him airtime everybody Fuck. <laughs> so glad he's getting his moment to yeah. shine is he is he with us now? <laughs> is the thinking man in, in the room, room at the moment? Yes, check behind your ear. That's actually <laughs> fucking terrifying. Yeah. I'm gonna be like up all night. Yeah. Oh wait, his accent is more like hello. That's what it is. He's like old Greg. That's what he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. I was like trying Bailey's to from a shoe. Yeah, that's about as close as you can get to Bailey's without getting your eye wet. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's the thinking man. <laughs> oh god. I'm oh, here to, I'm here caf- to think your thoughts. Caffeine is kicking in, fellas. I'm here to think your thoughts. Yeah, I'm here to think your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm a thinking man. Fuck, where do we go from here, man? I, I guess we gotta talk about music. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Why? Yeah. You know. No, no, no. No. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, because you're good. Your Thank music's you. amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I have to I, like, oh yeah. I am. The yeah, thinking man maybe. says I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> he comes, he comes every yeah. So where are you from? I am from a town called Battleground, Washington. Battleground? Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. I, well, and I, I usually tell people I'm from Portland because no one knows where Battleground is. And the battle never happened, but the name stayed. There Incredible. Was, is yeah. it one word? Is it two words? It's one word. Well, actually, fuck. Okay. As someone who's lived there, I get I get confused. I think it's two. Like, I should know this, right? But like, it's kind of like a t- to each their own. You know, it's one, it's two. It's not one. It's like, a yeah, to each their own. However you want to spell it kind of vibe. That's what it is. There we go. It's two. It's two. That's an actual battleground. Battleground. Washington. Yeah. It's uh, very weird. It's Farmville. Holy ba- battle. Battleground. Battleground, Washington State. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, as, as, I, as we said in our first ever chat episode of the, of the podcast, I believe that words should be compounded if they means something new when they're mm, together. Mm-hmm. Like a battle is a battle mm-hmm. and ground is ground mm-hmm. and a battleground is where a battle yeah, takes place. Exactly. But, um, but it didn't in this mm-hmm. in this town. So why I mean why am I from there? No no why is it called battleground? Um well you know I could Google it because yeah, I didn't really yeah, I spend a lot of time. You. Yeah, I, I mean, not that yeah. I didn't care, but I, I kind of forgot because it's been That's a right. while. Love I, is a battleground. Yeah, love is a battleground. Yeah. Yeah, What's the difference between a battleground and a battlefield? 
Oh my God. I'm um, the dirt. The dirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, it, there's more grass. So why it. is why is it not love as a battleground? Why is it love as a battlefield? I oh, more... love is a battleground because a battlefield is like, wow. Hold on. No, I, have, I imagine there's yeah. more le- leaves. Yeah, but still, it's you're still at battle. You're you're at battle with love. Maybe because blood on the leaves is a better image than, than dirt. Blood on the dirt. Yeah, blood on the dirt's a little metal though. Yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. like, coliseum-y. Yeah, blood you, in the sand really. Yes, that is. that's where I'm from, fellas. I, f- I figured it out. They're more or less synonymous. Yes, <laughs> except for that a, a battleground may refer to a future battle. Ah, whereas a battlefield is where battles happen. Happened. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or are hap- or are happening. See, so battleground. That's why it's called that because it never happened. Never happened. Yeah. It, it will happen eventually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hope not. Oh, oh sorry. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's the last, the last <sighs> stand. Yeah. Oh well, God. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's a cool place to grow up. I, like the whole idea of like seeing trees regularly. I oh find yeah. Very it, romantic. It was like beautiful. I mean, my parents uh, still live out there, and I get to go visit all the time, and it's gorgeous. I think I will most likely end up there in my my older years because <laughs> I really. Like a good spot. Yeah, it's beautiful, and I I love the rain. Um, I really love it. Growing up in the forest was just one of the coolest things. I feel like it really helped shape my creative mind. Being outside, I, mean, I, I, yeah, I. There's, there is, there is like a very woods. I've, I, you know, I, I grew up in a small town, but, mm-hmm. but, I camped a lot, yeah. and then you know, wound up bumping around from city to city. So yeah. part of me is like, if I don't, if I didn't need to be in LA. I'd be literally in the in the mountains. Yeah, right I'm surprised we're not in the mountains as we speak. Yeah, yeah. that would have been cool. Yeah, we'll have to, you guys will have to go up there. Roni podcast has done. Yeah, she's had people come up there and do podcasts out of her studio. Oh, it's so dope. That's awesome. Yeah, mountain vibe. It's great. Love that. But yeah, growing up in the woods was um really 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 special. I absolutely loved it. It was really isolating. Um, and that's probably why I started songwriting so much because I was just bored all the time. That's why out echoes there. You, you you call out in the forest yeah. and you hear the hair <laughs> yep. bounce off the mountains. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that's um I love it out there. So yeah. Um were your parents musical? Um, not really. My well, my mom, she actually she was a um she had her own radio show in college. Whoa. So yeah, she and she was a DJ. Um, so and she can sing a little, which is really cool. She would sing to me all the time. Actually, uh-huh. she sings. She's great at singing. I'm not a little. She's just modest and shy, and would be like, "I sing a little." But um, yeah, she used to sing to me all the time when I was little. And um, yeah, she was a DJ. But my parents aren't. You know, they never had like projects or anything. Sure. And it was kind of like I. They both love music, so music was just a huge part of my childhood. They were always playing music and. Then I started singing and I just would tell them all the time, like, I'm going to be a singer. And they were like, oh, okay. How, yeah. how did that like bug happen? <laughs> were you like, did all of a sudden you just started singing or was yeah. it like a, a great, you know, record came um, out or something? You yeah, know? they so they used to play Alison Krauss a lot for me when nice. I was little and I would sing along to her all the time. And then when I was four, apparently I just told them both like I'm going to be a singer when I grow up and I guess every single person that I would meet I was like oh no like I'm gonna be a singer and I thought that I could communicate with whales too so like anytime there was a body of water I would like make whoever was pulling or who was driving pull over so I could like get out and just like look at the water and be like "Mm," 
<laughs> this was like pre Finding Nemo too. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah I was. Uh, yeah, because I'm 93. So what, 97? So, yeah. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I've just always been like, there's music in here. So <laughs> I love that. Yeah, wholesome. That's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when did you start the Echoes Project? I started that when I was 18, 19. But before that, I was in bands in high school and everything. And um, yeah, I just always knew that this was what I wanted to do. with. Were my they life. more like rock leaning? Yeah, it was fun. And then I was in this really cool acoustic band with uh, one of my best friends at the time, Caleb, incredible musician. That was cool. We used to play coffee shops all the mm-hmm. time in Battleground. You Battleground know? coffee shops. Battleground, Battleground coffee, coffee shops. shops. That was like the vibe. I would like pass out flyers at high school and be like, <laughs> yeah, come to my shows. And it was <laughs> the Battleground. Scene. The battleground scene, yeah. People came through. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. I feel is there like, is there like a? There's definitely a coffee pun in there, like battleground coffee. Oh, battlegrounds. Battle there, gra- that's battlegrounds. what it was called. It was called battlegrounds. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's oh. where we would play our little shows, and they were so fun. So yeah, that was kind of like how I started, and I I was doing like writing poems and songs when I was around eight. Um, cause I, everybody at the time we were all obsessed with Avril Lavigne and I was like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. So I started songwriting and then, yeah, I was in bands in high school and then, um, started Echoes when I was about 18, which were was crazy. Were you an Evanescence fan? Yes. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I can big, hear it. I big can hear Evanescence it. I can hear it fan. in the, in the music. I was, mm-hmm. you know, you can never be too sure, but I'm listening and I'm like, she likes Evanescence. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. My dad showed me uh, Fallen when I yep. was like, what? 11 and I just remember being like oh my god like that fucking like shook me up I was like this is amazing (laughs) and yeah well I also I I say on the podcast a lot but like that area of music Mm -hmm. like the Evanescence, Coed and Cambria Mm -hmm. even like you know Blink-182 and everything like that around like the early 2000s were writing better choruses than Mm -hmm. pop music was Mm -hmm. like and pop? it was pop music to some extent. It was yeah. pop music. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I mean, the rock sort of had its moment yeah. in the early, you know, late yeah. Yeah. early two thousand. It was still slightly on the fringes. Yeah, but it like, was like yeah, it, you know, it, it had a, it reached the levels of popularity yeah. that yeah. it hadn't before. But mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing is like you know you couldn't necessarily put like Paramore and like Katy Perry in the same sort of space. Yeah, you know, even though they were kind of occupying a similar mm-hmm. kind of thing, but. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, we, and we all grew up on that, yeah, on that stuff, so but you can good. hear it, you yeah. can definitely hear it, yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think that you blend all those worlds well, like I said, you can hear some of that evanescence in there, yeah. but you know, you have like, I mean, obviously, the writing is very clean, very tight. What I was saying on our way to get our coffee yeah. was that, like, what I appreciate about how you write is that it's you know in this world of like trying to do the sort of like Julia Michaels, like specific, what color was your shoelaces type. Mm. stuff like Mm -hmm. you are writing about these sort of bigger and broader concepts playing with metaphor playing with these ideas and really like like taking those metaphors to different places in the second verses or like stuff like that which you know I've been seeing sort of like happen less and less but I like that way of writing I like I appreciate that way of writing and so I think it's very cool that like and I think because of that this big production mm-hmm. or like these sort of larger elements, these more spacier elements, like lend itself really, really well and mesh with how you sing and how how you're writing because yeah. you're writing about these bigger concepts that that lend itself to the sort of cin- cinematicness mm-hmm. of the, the production. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I definitely think it like helps tell the story because yeah, I feel like I do write about 
pretty big things, big emotions. And it's really cool to be able to do that in a very cinematic way. But also I love, at least with the new record, we've done it in a way that is not as big yeah. in some of the songs. Well, and, and it's cool. It's different. That's the thing is that I think that like you're able to you're able to f- like pinpoint or focus or or have these dynamic moments yeah. where it goes from one space to another like pretty pretty seamlessly whereas yeah i do find that a, a lot of time like a lot of what what you know what, I, what what i've been sort of hearing and turned off to lately has been you know sometimes one note or one sort of dynamic space so i just yeah. think it's really cool thank like, you yeah. yeah i i feel like it was cool cuz with with this record like we have never really i mean done anything that's like quiet you know, I, I feel like I never was comfortable singing kind of in the ranges that I'm singing on this new album. And there's a lot of times where I am kind of like in my lower register and like almost yeah. like whispering kind of tone. And I feel like that tells just as much of a story as kind of the more loud, you know, belting songs that I've done. And I never really thought that I would be able to do that. And so this record like showed me that I could and it was really fun. It felt like I was just doodling with my voice for the first time. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Well, so yeah. you just put out this record that, that we're talking about affirmations, affirmations yeah. and I also see that you have it tattooed. Yeah, Did you just get that. I just got it. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's in red. Yes, it's and it's on your for yeah. on your right forearm. Yeah, um, I, it looks awesome. Thank you. I knew I wanted to get an album tattoo for this just because this album meant so much to me, and also to kind of remind myself when I'm going through whatever it is I'm going through to remind to remember to recite my affirmations because. That's partially why we chose the name of the record is you are what you think. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you want to be thinking good thoughts and regardless of what the thinking man says. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of so, what the thinking man. Gotta bring him back, yeah. I've been yeah, I've been thinking a lot about well, maybe the thinking man yeah. is about how like optimism, pe- pessimism, hope, doubt, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's using the same imagination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, if you're imagining the worst case scenario, I mean, oftentimes the anxious mind does that. Yeah. I mean, an anxious mind, I think, is a product of, of, of a creative person yeah. because, you know, that's why all these creatives are fucking, you know, got, got our little mental health troubles. Yes. But it's because, like, we have such a vivid imagination yes. that, you know, as kids, we could imagine these incredible worlds and yeah. that our stuffed animals could talk to us mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And as adults... You know, if you're not using that imagination, you know, as actively, it's still there and yeah. it's being used to create the worst case scenarios. Yeah, yeah, so, I th- yeah. So my my therapist calls them imposters. It's Whoa, like the yeah. the um, the the manic part of the brain that's like, I am a god, I'm great at everything, and uh-huh. the depressed, anxious part of my brain that's like, you're terrible, you can't do anything. Yeah. They're equal imposters. Mm-hmm. They're imposters mm-hmm. in the same way mm-hmm. on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Well, and I'm I, I'm playing at like without going into like the manic and depressive extremes that are both I think you know ha- have their their equal dangers. More just that like on the smaller extreme, if you can imagine the worst thing that could happen, yeah, and imagine the best thing that could happen, mm-hmm. why not just affirm and visualize oh, the best yeah. thing? Yeah. I well. I have a great example of that, and I'm sure that's even partially why I'm here right now is because uh, the night that I met you both uh, was at uh, Mackenzie's release party. and Friend of the Pod Mothica yes, for those. amazing. And when I, before I got there, I thought to myself, what if I tried not thinking that everyone hates me? Because mm. that's my, like, normal narrative anywhere that I go. Like, anywhere that I go, I'm like, I am so annoying. 
I must be, you know, like I'm only here because people feel bad for me. It's horrible. I recently was diagnosed with complex PTSD, and that is definitely why I have these you know, horrible thoughts about myself. And so I've been trying really hard to be like, what if I thought the opposite, which I want to make sure I'm holding space for. That's really hard to fucking do. And I'm not trying to like minimize anyone who struggles with the things that I'm struggling with by saying, just think better thoughts. Like, you know, like that we've all, if we could do that, fuck yeah, we would. But for the first time in forever, I was like, what if I just went to this party and pretended everything that I've always felt about myself was fake? And that I'm very fun and people like me and people want to be my friend. And I met you guys. (laughs) I met the incredible Nick and Mandy, who Nick uh, Crave Studios did all of my merch for my album release party. She made 30 pieces for me in nine days. Holy shit. And I swear to God, it's because I've been listening to a bunch of Abraham Hicks. I would love to dive into that. Who's that? Um, incredible like motivational oh, speaker cool. i that might be the right wrong word to call them no, but like incredible yeah. i mean talks a lot about uh energy and like the way that we think and the energy that we bring in with our thoughts and i was like yeah let's just let's just try being a a person that no one hates in your head <laughs> right and um it was really cool cuz it showed me like wow i'm going to meet people that are not only very aligned with my energy but they don't hate me, <laughs> you know? And it's sad that I hate myself. And I talk about this a lot. I've hated myself since I was a kid. I don't really, I mean, I guess I know why there's, but uh, but overall it's like, I want to stop hating myself because it's just not fun anymore. Yeah. And I think that by changing the way that I speak to myself, I'm changing the experiences that I'm having. And so that's why I'm saying that's probably why I'm here right now, because I could have easily made the decision to go to this party and and have the same thoughts I always have. Oh, everyone hates me. Everyone's annoyed of me. I'm only here because people feel bad for me, which definitely stems from childhood and, you know, being left out in school and shit like that. Um, But I didn't. And so it's just really cool that this, I think, is a manifestation of that you know, shift in the in the thought process, which again is incredibly hard to do. And if you're listening and you experience, you know, depression, anxiety, complex PTSD, like I, I understand that that's not just like a a fix all. But yeah, it's not just a switch yeah. you can flip, but it is the goal. It's the, yeah. the goal is to be thinking better thoughts. Yeah, and to be pulling better things into well, your. Well, then everybody's orbit. really just like wor- everybody's too busy worrying about what there's yeah. a, that David Foster Wallace like like one one paragraph where it's just like. You know, everybody at the party was worried about how everybody was thinking about everybody else at the party. Yes. Everybody went home thinking that everybody hated each other. Yes. Because everybody was dead eyed worried about how everybody was thinking yes. about each other. You know, just like yeah. sort of uh, like sort of self. And what's what's that thing that's like you'll stop worrying what other people think about you when you realize how seldom they do. Oh, I oh, love. Yeah, wow. that's a good quote. Yeah. 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 I Well, yeah. And I, I talk a, a, and again, holding space because mental health is mental health is yeah. mental health. Um, uh, But like. What has wound up being very meditative in this sort of like pursuit of gambling mm-hmm. has been separating decision, the decisions from the outcomes. Mm-hmm. And so like oftentimes so many things happen mm-hmm. to us mm-hmm. um, that are in our control or out of our control or, you know, we had all the information we could, but there was more information that we couldn't have. And, you know, the outcome happens and we, we, um, absorb that into our identity and yeah. we absorb that into our anxiety and, mm-hmm. and into our, you know, w- what we recognize as negative patterns. 
um, and fears and everything like that. And being able to sort of divorce these things and be able to say like, okay, this thing happened. This person felt this way or this person, you know, or this yeah. thing didn't work out or whatever. And that doesn't have to do with me. Like yeah. my, like, and that doesn't have to do with my decision quality. That doesn't have to do with me as a person. Like, yeah. like here's this outcome that had all these factors, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I, and I, had no control over it. Yeah. And, and I, I sh- you know, shouldn't have even thought about having control. Mm-hmm. I think what's also so, so tricky, especially as as artists, mm-hmm. is that we have a lot of identity wrapped up yeah. in our, for lack of a better word, brokenness. Mm-hmm. To the point where it's um like, it's, it's off brand or identity shattering yeah. to, to try to heal. Yes. People have asked me a lot, like, do you think that you are addicted to sadness for your art? And I know that's a question a lot of people ask. Oh, we get it artists. all the time, yeah. And I'm like, no, not at all. And then I find myself, you know, attracted to things that will inevitably leave me hurting. And then I'll be like, well, I'll just write a song about it. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, maybe I don't want to allow myself to be happy for a number of reasons. But I used to think that, yeah, I could only make art if I was sad um and so yeah I don't know it's it's just interesting I think that's a pattern that a lot like I feel like are this kind of in this moment in culture a lot of people are starting to break out of like as in the last like five ish years yeah the mental health has become part of the pop music conversation in in kind of an unprecedented way I think that a lot of people a lot of artists, it's a pretty almost universal experience that people have reckoned with the yeah. idea of the tortured artist. I think the idea of the tortured artist in culture is getting reckoned with yeah. and it's getting replaced with a little bit more of a holistic view of what it means to like create as a Absolutely. human being. So in like, parallel with the commercialization of it though, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. always going to well, be a part it, of it. It's like the idea of, you know, even I joke like, oh, it's time to grind, you know. But it's not healthy to be constantly on the grind. Like you need to wake up in the morning and not check your phone and go outside and you yeah. need to drink water and you need to take your medication or take your vitamins or, you know. Make- Unless you're that woman you met. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I hope that she's okay, guys. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> but, that's what's best for her. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to find what works for you. And therapy, I'm a huge advocate of going to therapy. Um, I yeah, just, as, as are we. Yeah, it's just changed my life. And I definitely um, want to put together some type of, you know, fund or foundation of trying to or of helping people get the funds for therapy mm-hmm. because I know that it is it can be very expensive. And so that's something that I'm in the middle of working on, like trying to figure out how to do that with echoes because I truly don't know what I would have done without therapy. Um, I, it really saved my life. Like it truly, truly did. And I want to be able to help people have that same experience because it's just so powerful to have someone who is just on your side and understands your brain and can help you understand your brain in ways that you didn't know. And um, yeah, it's just, it's really important to me. I, I feel like just such a small person with an idea right now. And I don't, I'm, I have so many ideas on my vision board of how I want to bring this to life because it is an issue. It's a huge issue. Most of my friends that reach out to me that are not okay, they have been like, well, I, I don't even know where I would go to find a therapist. Yeah. Yeah, And that's, that fucking kills me. Well, every big thing has happened from a small person with a big idea. I know. know? Yeah. It's just brick by brick, honestly. I know. know? Gotta make my, my list of, of, you know, how I want to start, but it's been really heavily. You probably get grants too. Yeah. We'll probably, um, 
put in the show notes a link to uh, NAMI, N-A-M-I, um, if people want to make a donation just to mental health in general for now, yeah. you know, as a yeah. as a, a stopgap, um, we'll make a donation as well. Yeah. Um, trying to be a little more philanthropic on the podcast. But. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely important. And I feel like it's something that I just I'm so passionate about it. Like, I mean, literally anytime my friends call me, I get online and I'm like, um, let's let's find a therapist because yeah. not a lot of people really know how you can do that. And I believe you can. Uh, what I've done is you go on to psychology today and you can type in like where you live and it'll give you a list of providers and like which insurances they accept. And like, it's just, it's so powerful. And I've helped my friends find people through that. And like, I want to be able to do that on a bigger scale. Cause it's just, it's so important. Like, yeah, I just want everyone to be okay. <laughs> That's something that I feel, and I do this a lot in my music, and that sounds so like commercially to like go no, from that to be like, and in my music, but no, that's you know, here, yeah. being very honest is something that is hard to do. And I think it's really powerful that you, when you sit down with someone and really asking them, how are you? You know, when is the last time someone asked you, how are you actually doing? Yeah. And so I think it's really powerful to, to open up and be vulnerable because it shows other people that that's okay to do um to do that and i think that that in itself will hopefully make the conversation of mental health be something that we're not as afraid as a society to talk about how are you how am i thank <laughs> you wow uh i'm actually really good today yeah i've had a really fucking hard month it was really bad um lots of loss <laughs> and you know my cat my sweet cat bean mm. passed away and that was so hard um but over the last week i don't know i feel like this energetic shift that i can't quite explain and weirdly enough the day that bean passed away right before i got the call i was um with my therapist and i said out loud i think i'm finally happy <laughs> and it was almost like bean's soul was like okay my work is done mm -hmm. and like yeah so thank you for asking so i'm hanging in there you know now, as we were yeah. driving around like you were looking at the east side like somebody who had just gotten out of prison yeah like, you're like could you guys see the sun like you guys see the trees <laughs> like the neighborhood's so beautiful I, i'm not like i'm not like I, i'm not yeah. saying this like like making fun or like, yeah. like anything like that i was like genuinely like i was like like you're reminding me that that we have a pretty sweet situation yeah and i, that I appreciate that that i yeah. have been taking for granted that yeah. i have been in my own sort of head about and like all this whatever and like for for a moment you like gave us permission Aww. to like appreciate the day yeah you know you're like isn't it like it's such a cool like it's such a nice day and i'm like it's too hot like <laughs> you know like i'm so ready to just yeah. like you know and and i'm not necessarily like a negative person uh, you know i'll complain if i need to you know but yeah i think that like i'm genuinely po generally positive person yeah but um i've just been really like tired and yeah. of a lot of things lately yeah. you know and yeah. that's a hard thing to shake because you know it's not anybody's fault it's not any place's fault it's just like it's me you know mm. been, been me too long you mm. know like i'd like i'd like to wake up as some schmuck living in iowa just <laughs> to know what that's like for a day yeah you know? to give yourself some perspective yeah well i think it kind of all goes back to like what what thoughts you're thinking, you know, yeah. like it really does, because if you are attaching yourself to an old thought pattern, 
that doesn't even most of the negative thought patterns we all have about ourselves like don't even really belong to us like something mm-hmm. else put them there which is crazy but yeah. then we adopt them the yeah. thinking man to i'm um, doing air quotes with my fingers for the listeners <laughs> the mm-hmm. thinking man the and man. um you know they don't really belong to you and then you start to identify with them and you think that it's you that you're tired of being but it's actually like you are underneath those things is the real you this is gonna get a little meta i know i mean go for it yeah Yeah, it's like once you strip back those negative thoughts like you're not tired of being you you're tired of being the things that you think you are well and one of the things Mm -hmm. i actually told my psychiatrist yesterday like a big revelation over the last couple weeks and months was that wasn't that i i thought for a while i had an unhealthy like thinking pattern Mm mm-hmm and what I like kind of realized by kind of even just like chemically taking one step back from it mm. was that I had actually done a lot of work to get my head to not have uh, a bad, you mm-hmm. know, negative thinking pattern. Mm-hmm. But that all of the um, mechanisms and systems and framework uh, that like my life is sort of built on, I built those structures while I was in a, a very unhealthy place. Mm-hmm. So I'm surrounded by unhealthy structures mm-hmm. yeah. that I that I equated to me being unhealthy still. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm actually in a very good place and yeah. just need to like go back and like, you know, renovate some of yeah. these, these sort of like structures, you yeah. know? And, and to the degree that it, you know, affect, affects my, my partner as well, just yeah. sort of like I couldn't see that at first because yeah. I was like, Oh, this is just my my life, and I yeah. built this, and I here's this thing, yeah. and now I'm like, oh right, there's there's rot, yeah, like there's rot under yeah. under here, and and like just because I can't smell it doesn't mean that nobody mm-hmm. can, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Um, Skylar, there's rot. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you just get used to it. You get used yeah. to it. really good at getting used to things. Whoa, know, yeah, for us, yeah, really good at getting used to things is that's a perfect way of wording it because it's true. It's like. You know, we become obsessed or comfortable with familiarity because familiarity is like, well, I've always done it this it's way. Safe. It's safe. Yeah. Because yeah. if you wake up every day and you know you're going to do A, B, and C, that feels more comfortable than being like, there's other letters in the alphabet mm-hmm. that could appear <laughs> throughout the day. Oh. And so, you know, again, kind of going back to the reframing your thoughts and how I was like, as a, like, I had to tell myself as a joke. Let's pretend no one hates you today and see what that feels like. He just has like a little gag. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I was like, you as know what? I'm gonna yeah, as a bit, I'm gonna yeah. cosplay someone who doesn't hate themselves. And then for the universe to be like, okay, here you go. I was like, oh fuck. Like, what if I thought about this this way or thought about myself this way every day? What would my life look like? And, you know, I'm still I'm going through like literally the saddest month of my life. Like losing Bean has been fucking horrible. Like, holy shit. Losing a pet is literally like the worst feeling, like one of the worst things I've ever experienced. But somehow it's strange how with grief you can be symbiotic with like, you know, revelations and and good things and joy. Um, I'm able to still like be okay because I'm still adopting that style of thinking and changing my thinking in conjunction with my therapist and, you know, doing the things that make me feel good, like eating well and meditating. And although earlier I was like, I'm having Red Bull, <laughs> I shouldn't yeah, be having yeah. Red Bull because that actually is wh- why I don't feel as good as I have been feeling sure. all week. But but yeah, you know, I think that like I, I did this experiment, this like thought experiment with myself just to see. And it really surprised me. And I'm like, 
wow. And like all these other manifestations and things that I've been wanting are starting to come to fruition. And so it's like I keep pushing myself even further of like, well, let me keep thinking positively and and see what happens. And um, to quote an Abraham Hicks video that I saw, and I'll send it to you both because it's really cool. She talks about um, if you're so focused on how shitty it feels to be over here, you're going to stay there. <laughs> but if you focus on what it's like to be over there, it's going to get you closer to being over there than being stuck over here. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm a Gemini. I'm an artist. I'm very dramatic human, sure. clearly. So I complain a lot about my emotions because I have a lot of them. And I realize if I'm complaining about how fucking mad I am about something not working out the way that I want it to, it will literally keep me stuck over here. So literally, I've been like, oh, OK, well, let's go back to that, you know, that bit I'm doing of someone who doesn't complain, see what happens. And boom, all this stuff just starts like aligning. And it's like it's crazy. So, yeah. For some reason, that quote just like unlocked this like crazy childhood memory. Yeah. Like one that I literally have not thought about Whoa. in like a while. Tell and I us. just like, so when I was like six or seven. Yeah. Um, I was a very, I was a very anxious kid, by the way. Like I was a, um, a full blown osmosis Jones, like, yeah. like uh, traumatized me. Like it was as a child, like, like I was a full blown hypochondriac germaphobe. Um, like, uh, I I was scared of like vampires, werewolves, and like any kind of like metamorphosis type thing. Yeah, I was in therapy for mm. like all kinds of phobias. Like I was a yeah. very uh, anxious and scared kid. Yeah, and when I was like se- I want to say like seven, um, there was a this story of like somebody getting kid a kid getting kidnapped mm-hmm. in you know by somebody who was driving this green van. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and mom had said, you know, like, watch out for the green van, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, freaking out about it, mm-hmm. like, really, really scared about it to the point where, like, in the middle of, like, my computer class or something, I started crying about Aww. it. And, you know, after class, like, my, my computer teacher, I think it was my computer teacher, um, you know, was asking me about it. And I was like, I'm scared about this green van. I'm scared about this green van. And she said you know, if you're looking for the green van, if you're thinking about the green oh. van, you're going to find the green van. Yeah. If you put it out of your head, you're not going to have to worry about it. Whoa. And I, and, and I did. Like, I just stopped. Yeah. Stopped, you know. But, but like, I just thought about yeah. that right here. Whoa. That, like, that she was, what she was playing at was that, like, you're going to be scared of everything. And, and it might even wind up that you, like, accidentally, and I don't believe in, like, spiritually manifesting it, but yeah. just, like, you know that that you're you're scared of every green van, and all of a sudden, you know, you you mm-hmm. you, you accidentally seek it out because that's what you're focusing on. Mm-hmm. You know. So, affirmations. Yeah. What would you say? I mean, you mentioned the one about you know before uh, Mothica's nocturnal party, but maybe what are other affirmations uh not to put you on the spot but what what are maybe some other affirmations that that could get us get us through the day and what is your favorite song on the record oh all right so affirmations i tell myself are you know i'm worthy of feeling good yes that's really good yeah yeah like mundane shit is just it's god tier you know because you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you say i'm worthy of feeling good and even if it is a small thing of like Ugh, like making sure that you have your favorite food in the morning or like mm-hmm. your favorite coffee and like you know with the 
complex PTSD. I've, I've developed these things that I'm not allowed to do what feels good because I will be annoying to, you know, to, to have the thing I want. So like I will literally be driving home by myself and be like, oh, I need to stop at the store to get my favorite coffee beans. But that's an inconvenience. That's annoying. Like it's 10 p.m. I shouldn't do that. But then I'm like, no, I am worthy of feeling good. I'm going to stop and I'm going to grab the fucking coffee beans. So when I wake up in the morning, I feel good. And like those tiny little things will start to like, you know, build into bigger decisions that you're making for yourself with, you know, your relationships and your career. Um, that was a bit of a caffeine tangent. But, you know, that that's a, a huge affirmation for me is making sure that I'm doing things that make me feel good. Well, and, and, and starting at, at caffeine, like if you, you know, if you can apply that to something that small, like, yeah. I think that like everybody wants to make changes on such a big scale. Yes. But it doesn't start with, oh, I, I, um, I'm worthy of feeling good. Um, so now like I expect my parents to not make me feel like shit or mm -hmm. I now expect my yeah. parents. It, it actually like over, like overplays it and, and almost sets you up for the kind of disappointment that negates, yeah. you know, the validity of the affirmation. Whereas yes. if you can start small and say, I'm, you know, I'm worthy of feeling good and you're able to feed that with coffee, you're able yes. to feed that with, you know, um, you know, yeah. with, with, with these smaller pieces, yeah. you can build into something. Absolutely. Because when you've, you know, gone through the things I've gone through, you start to believe that you are not worthy of like basic joys anymore. Right. You mm -hmm. think that you are, you know, yeah, you start to I'm an, a people pleaser to a fault and I'm undoing that. But you start to like put yourself aside to uh, to make everybody else feel good. So, yeah, I, I'm, I've been starting to tell myself I'm worthy of feeling good, even if it's the the smallest thing. What what is it that makes me feel good? So I start there. Another one is I am worthy of everything that I want. Yeah. And that is a huge one, because as soon as you realize like, OK, I want this thing, like my favorite way of thinking about it is the only reason you want whatever it is that you want is because something or you on the other end of the string is already doing that thing. Mm. And you're feeling that like pang from the other you mm -hmm. being like, hey, like there's this thing that we're doing and you love it. And you're like, fuck, yeah. And that that's what the feeling of wanting is, is it's already happening somewhere else. Or I like to visualize it that way. Um, so telling myself that I'm worthy of everything that I want helps me feel more aligned with my path of, you know, the things that I want to be doing and experiencing and not guilting myself for it and not feeling like I'm not good enough. Yeah. My grandma would say, ask for what you want. That's oh, been my, that's yeah. my sort of like, um, ongoing mantra as well. I love like, that. Because I would always be so, so bad at like, you know, just telling people yeah. like what, what I'm like, yeah. even mm. like interested in doing, mm. you know? Okay. Small, another small thing. It's like, if you, are if your friend asks you like what kind of food you want and you're like whatever you want and it's like no you got to tell them and yeah. some of my friends have started doing this thing where they're like we're gonna ask you three times because by the third time that's your real answer that's awesome <laughs> and i'm that's like fun. that's beautiful that's that they do that because they know that i'm like what are, it's whatever you want and they're like no <laughs> what is it that you want so i think yeah getting clear on what you want and and making affirmations that align with that um have really helped me rewrite the script of how I view myself and how I view the world. Um, and so then to answer your second question, what is my favorite song on the record? Um, I feel like my favorite song is Morning. Yeah, Morning is definitely like, 
my favorite one. Yeah. Is there a line from it that resonates with you? Yeah, it's um, I'm close enough to admit finding the heartbeat inside of my sadness and it doesn't have to live, but I'm feeding off of it. Close enough to And that was when I kind of realized like, oh my God, like there's a heartbeat inside of this pain and I've just been like feeding it with all of these negative thoughts and all of these negative thoughts turn into negative experiences, which turn into negative relationships. And, and then it just kind of comes back and it's like, you know, everything and everyone that you have in your life is a reflection of how you feel about yourself and how you feel about yourself. It's not always your fault. You know, and yeah. like recognizing that. And so a lot of the themes in the record are, you know, me meeting my child self. And that's why there's a Quinn who plays little me in all of the music yeah. videos, because we felt that if we were to bring little Lexi in, it would really help tell that story of like, whoa, why do I speak to myself? so negatively because imagine you couldn't imagine little you just popping up and you looking at them and being and saying like all the terrible things fuck you yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. no you wouldn't you yeah. know and so even though we were doing that as like you know an art piece for to showcase the art it was so fucking healing yeah. i mean yeah. looking at this beautiful little human who is just the sweetest she's amazing it was so hard for me to like sing these songs at her yeah you know and she's just looking up at me mm. with her big blue eyes and i was like so Shiver, I was sobbing right after that because singing Shiver to her was just... What's what's the line that got you on that one? Uh, shiver is about, yeah, my um, struggle of not wanting to be here anymore. And I was sitting with her when I was... And I sang the line, and if I don't come up for air, would it be all wrong to not have me there? Because what if I don't want to come up for air? Is it so wrong to not want to be here? <laughs> That was, I just, I was crying while I sang that to her. It was just like, how, why don't I want to be here? And it was so hard to even answer that question when I'm spending time with this. She's just such a ball of light, you know, and everything with her was like, she was kind of what you guys were saying about me earlier. With, she's like, look how bright it is outside. Or yeah. like, mm -hmm. isn't it cool that you can feel the wind in your hair while we're filming this? And I'm like, yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's really fucking cool. And like, it just really brought me back to like myself. And I'm so grateful for that experience. I mean, working with her was just amazing. And like seeing myself through the eyes of Quinn, who played little me, was just mind blowing. Like, yeah. As you're saying, I think I have to like reconcile with the fact that like, I don't think that like my my younger self would like me. And I don't care. Mm. Like I, mm. I did not, I don't think I harbored particularly 
I, I was so judgmental as a kid and I, and I was cruel even mm -hmm. at times uh, to my brother and my family that like as a as a kid I think I I held all of these like judgments for everybody mm -hmm. you know um probably defense mechanism or something like yeah. that you know that yeah. if I met myself on this on the street I'd you know I I'd, I'd be kind of like you're, you're writing pop music like you know like you, you, whatever like there are things that I I have now that I've wanted for my whole life you know that maybe you'd find cool but but yeah I think that like I'm not trying to get his approval anymore That's you know cool. like I yeah I'm not I'm trying to just sort of be like I, I appreciate that yeah. you existed and I appreciate that you were capable of changing Whoa. you know your little snot-nosed <laughs> brat you know um but uh yeah I, I I was I actually said an affirmation to my partner this morning um mm. which we say on the, on the podcast a lot, every action has an unequal chaotic reaction mm -hmm. because in music, you know, you could do something random. Yeah. You can go to, you know, uh, a, a nocturnal party and the next thing you know, we're on a podcast mm -hmm. and that podcast could inspire this song or this, you know, yeah. you never know how yeah. all these events sort of stack. Um, but I've kind of like wound up even parsing that down even smaller to nothing is wasted. Mm, mm. I love that. So whenever I feel like I'm watching too many movies yeah. or I'm playing too many video games or I'm working on a project and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, we play a show for nobody. Yeah. Nothing's wasted. I love that. Like you never know how that thing is going to wind up kind of inspiring you or even just how that calm in that moment, you know, like mm -hmm. especially on a brain that is so well programmed mm -hmm. towards synthesizing everything Whoa, and yeah. using yeah. everything, yeah, you know, and not, not, you know, like your brain's not wasting anything. No. You know, you're being inspired by everything that's around you. You're, yeah. you're, you're hurting or healing or whatever at, at any time, yeah. at any place for, for any reason. Yeah. You know, it's crazy to think about it that way. Like, yeah, nothing is wasted. And, and I love thinking like it's, corny but like you could have taken the wrong turn and then you would have done something else like yeah. everything has this like chain reaction to it I sort of jokingly say that like um I'm constantly avoiding um a piano falling from the sky and, oh, and, and squishing me yeah that like you know when I have to wait online for something yeah. or like a plan gets canceled yeah, or yeah. something or I, I get stuck in traffic uh -huh. I'm like well if I had in the alternate universe yes. I made that on time yeah, piano would have piano. fallen. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. It's true. <laughs> I'm avoiding the piano yeah. at, all, at all times. That's you know? amazing. And it um, leads to some it leads to yeah. other opportunity and shit. So yeah. I think everything is an ebb and flow and we're in a time where it's not that like social media. Yeah. You know, it's showing us that like everything has to be output, 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 output. Mm -hmm. But really it is an ebb and flow and it's okay if you're um, taking more time to play those video games or to, you know, fuck off for lack of better words, because that always comes back around and re-inspires you. And it well, kinda... I've been thinking this week, like this has been one of the busier weeks uh, I've had in a while. And I have felt like I've been operating at peak efficiency, mm -hmm. but that has included like naps and playing video games yes. like and that that I consider part of the efficiency because yeah. if I wasn't taking 30 minutes here to yeah. rest or to like you know, move away from the project that I'm working on, then the work would suffer anyway. Absolutely. Because then you don't get perspective because yeah. then you're just like uh, in the succubus of the work and then, exactly. you know, you hear it too much and, and you're exhausted. That applies yeah. like on a micro level to like how you spend the next couple hours yes. as much as it applies to like the cycles of a year and like yeah. where you can spend time and like how you ebb and flow and, wow. and take perspective away from, mm -hmm. from things you might be too close to yeah, for a second. We, we yeah. culturally, like as a fucking culture, yeah. have... N just no grasp at all at the concept of diminishing returns. No. 
Like we have yeah. no idea about how your how your output your ge- genuinely your yeah, output. Yeah, we look at returns. Like, well, there's still returns, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like you're not re- you're not realizing that your output can literally have be halved and quartered and mm-hmm. and 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 eventually and we say this on the podcast a lot you take take a break or the break takes you oh yeah that's you know? so true yeah like, like mm-hmm. you, people don't realize that you could just you could be knocked out you know yeah. or just that like that your your well could dry up or your your ability to process the world and in everything like that yeah. like there is such thing as diminishing returns and yeah. if dear listener you are listening and you don't understand like you don't know what diminishing returns are, Wikipedia that shit because <laughs> diminishing returns is is such such an obvious thing that yeah. if you are constantly putting all this in, you, your return is not going to be the same one to one as it's always been. It's it can't it can't sustain that way. Yeah. So you got to take your breaks where you take your breaks. Yeah, mm-hmm. taking breaks is so important, and I feel like I'm definitely learning that now, and it's. Because if I don't take a break and I don't sleep and I don't eat right, I get so sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's actually been that way since I was a kid. I've kind of always been like, I had to do a million things because I got to be a people pleaser. I got to have everyone love me. And then I get really, really sick. And then I'm out for three days because I'm so stressed. We used to both get colds after every single record release. Wow. Mm -hmm. Because we'd be pulling all-nighters and we'd be stressed and we'd be drinking Red Bull and yeah. eat, eating the 7-Eleven sandwiches, you know, uh, and like we, yeah. we would just be, you know, after every release, literally, we, we would just know. We'd be like, yep, there's the tickle in the throat. Yep. We yeah. earn that, you yep. know. Um, oh, my God. I, know. I get that, but I get really bad migraines. I get oh, these um, really bad, uh, what are they called? Ocular migraines. Oh, man. Mm. And they're yeah. so bad. I've gotten them since I was a little kid. Um I would just stress myself out. Like you were saying, you were an anxious child. So was I so anxious. And I would get these really bad migraines that I would just, and that they would take three or four days to recover from. So I have to be really careful about, you know, what I'm, my sleep and honestly, probably no Red Bull. And and like, because I noticed that those are potential triggers. And yeah, if I push myself to that limit, I'm out for four days. And then you, then that's four whole days of yeah. recovery time, which I would rather have four days of rest and never get to the pushing myself to that yeah. point of needing to recover. It's pretty crazy. I get it in my stomach. I get yeah. awful, awful stomach aches yeah. and, um, and vertigo. Yeah. I get really bad vertigo if our, it's, you know, so. Our bodies are always trying to talk to us. Just mm-hmm. as you get older. And I think that that's actually like, you yeah. know, not our bodies breaking down, but our bodies like, you know, trying to hold us accountable. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's a really cool way to look at it. It's true because yeah. it's like your body is like now starting to register. Okay. This is going to lead to this. Like, mm-hmm. let me give you a warning sign. Yeah. Like, maybe it's time to slow down. And yeah, you know, I know we had touched a little bit on the hustle culture, but that is, it's so toxic because yeah. I see people running themselves into the ground from that mindset. And it's just, it's an, an issue in every industry, really, yeah. but in, especially in the arts. And it's like, yeah, it's it's a lot. But yeah, your your body is programmed. Like pain is literally your body telling you that something's wrong. Like mm-hmm. if you burn yourself, it's it's so like you like if that didn't hurt, you wouldn't know that you were damaging yourself. Mm-hmm. So like we feel pain to to warn mm-hmm. us, you know. And so like, and obviously when you're a kid, you could do fuck all you know and it's all fine you know but now yeah it's like you really do have this 
system yeah. where where uh, yeah if you if you push it your body will fucking tell yeah, you your body will yeah. fucking tell you yeah. are you ready i'm ready for the question round the question round yes <laughs> all right so first question all right could you describe what the first three TikToks on your For You page are. Oh, like right now, right now. on my For You page. Yeah. Okay, this is a, okay, let's see. The first one mm-hmm. on my For You page is um, one of my favorite creators. I'm not describing it. Oh, this, this says a lot about <laughs> me <laughs> saying, um, you know, talking about someone showing you who they are over and over again. And like, why do you keep staying and putting yourself through Ooh. that? Yeah. All right. All right. The next one. We're moving on. Next one. Okay. Um, oh, these are dark. Let's let's move on. These are <laughs> vitamin A retinol serum. That's that's is the that next an ad one. or is it's that an ad? Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Oh my God! Is this the the person from the Magnolia Bakery? Do you remember the muffins? Yeah. Yeah. That's they're they're on here. They're oh. doing the muffins thing. Weird. Oh my god! Well, that's that's on brand because I used to watch that when I was wow, growing like up. The shoes person. Yeah, yeah. That's my other for you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Glass, <laughs> blood. Remember the muffins? Yeah. yeah no, yeah. I know. I just yeah. like wow. That's that's a throwback. I guess. Yeah. Okay. What 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 have those intervening years been like? <laughs> oh, I I don't know. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, there you third, have it. Oh, third, need, one, third, third one. Third one. Um, and of course, a tarot reading. Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah these, that, that makes a Good. lot of sense. <laughs> oh, that checks out. That checks. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Next, Next question. question. What is your phone background? My phone background? Aw. It is me and Bean. Aww. I know. He looks like a little catfish. And so, yeah, <laughs> I just, me and Bean. And then, do I have a different one the for whiskers. when I open? The whiskers are so cute. Let's see. Yeah, it's the same for both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Also, I see you have a fortune in your in your phone case. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, it says a cheerful letter or message is on its way to you. Hey. Oh, that's a lovely thing to hold on to. Isn't that cool? Hey. I'm still waiting for the cheerful message, but <laughs> I feel like if I hold on to it, it'll bring it closer. So. I love that. And what's yeah. the Empress? Because you have a tarot card in there. Too. Um, I actually don't know off the top of my head. This is my, um, I go to a medium. This is her card. Which is crazy because I was, and we'd have to go on a whole other podcast about that because I could talk about it forever. It's the coolest. But um, I was thinking how I needed to reach out to them and I could not find their business card. And then out of nowhere, I like open my car and it's just sitting on the seat in the back. It was weird. Incredible. Like, I was like, what the fuck? That's wild. Yeah. But the Empress, let's see what that means because I... yeah. I'm not very well versed. I have a lot of friends who are, and I, I typically ask them. Yeah, my partner can read tarot. Oh, yeah. I want to to know more. So. I, a, I met a warlock in Echo Park who read my tarot at the Whoa. top of 2020. Whoa. It Isn't, it's wild. trippy, right? Yeah, it's trippy. so cool. Yeah. All right, are you ready? The Empress, um, let's see. It's traditionally associated with maternal influence. It is the card if you are hoping to start a family. She can represent the creation of life, romance, art, or new business. Hmm. So definitely not trying to start a family, but I'm trying to start an art family with my art, of my own art. (laughs) Wild. (laughs) My my babies are my songs. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. All right. Next question. Uh, Do you have any non-musical hobbies? 
Oh, yeah. Um, I love photography. Ooh, and nice. yeah, photography and uh, music videos. And I just started getting into editing a little bit more. Nice. But yeah, I love it. I've been Wait, doing video it. editing. Yeah, video nice. editing. And then I love I haven't done it in a while, but um, like shooting film and developing film mm. was a huge hobby of mine. I was gifted my great grandfather's Nikon F when I was oh, like wow. 15. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's 625. My friends told me that they have an alarm that says it's 625 and just to be like, it's 625. And I said it yesterday so I could like, you know, have the, I can now know. So it's 625, everybody. Incredible. Yeah, it's great. Well, it should be like an elaborate sort of like uh, uh, excuse to not be like, I'm, I was actually trying to have like a fuck off you know, time, yeah. like a, a time where I'm like, if I'm still in this podcast, I'm out of here. No, I promise it's not. Yeah, no, she. They told me that it was uh, a reminder to post on social media for her old job, and then she just is so used to knowing when it's six twenty-five oh, that really even yeah. though they don't work there anymore, like I have to know. And so now I was like, wow, I want to know when it's, it's six twenty-five. So, um, but yeah, I was saying I was gifted my great grandfather's Nikon F when I was 15 and I learned how to um, yeah shoot and develop film and it's like oh you develop it yourself yeah, yeah oh that's so cool yeah so the cool part about Battleground is the high school actually had the coolest photo department Whoa. and we had like two dark rooms and I mean I learned how to do all of it and it's like one I have so many prints at home at my parents house um, really cool. I, I guess yeah. mine developed at a one hour photo that, yeah. that Mothica actually recommended oh really yeah. cool she it, does some film, film shooting so fun y'all oh, should yeah. go to a dark room because the magic within that is like I mean just like I can I can feel it in my hands now there's like a little <laughs> wheel and people who develop film will know this and the moment that you get the film on the little wheel that you put inside of the container that you fill with all the chemicals it's like oh my god like I'm <laughs> the, right I now. am because yeah. I'm the biggest nerd this was my shit you guys That's like awesome. before like while I was in bands in high school that was the other thing that I did like I would stay after school for hours in the like the photo club thing. I was yeah. like photo club president and shit. Like, oh my God, y'all. Film is amazing. I, I need to just start doing it again. Do you want to so plug fun. your other Instagram account while you're here? Oh yeah, Sad Room Stall. Is that the one we're yeah. talking about? Okay, yeah. so uh, yeah, I on the side, I make a <laughs> uh, signs that you see in bathrooms and on streets and billboards. I make them more sad by <laughs> um, erasing certain letters and make them say things like, please stay or like, sorry for the inconvenience or let us rest and like you know like restroom like they're like please let us know if this restroom needs attention so i'll just make it say let us rest or need attention <laughs> so yeah at sad room stall if you want to follow my other i account. like the, your hands my hands this room. this room yeah because yeah, it said wash your hands before leaving this room so yeah you, or it's you because it said you must wash your hands before leaving this room so i changed it to you your hands this room Oh, yeah. It's like a movie. It's yeah. sad, you know? So, it's yeah, so there's poetry awesome. everywhere. And I feel like you'll never look at a sign the same ever again. Literally, every person I tell this, now they send me like, bro, Saturn stall post? And I'm like, let's go. So, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, next question. Very next question. question. Most important okay. question. Would you be a pirate? Arr. Fuck yeah. I would love to be a pirate. I would that, yeah, it seemed is it surprising. No, I feel, unsurprising. 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 I'm like, I have I feel like I have pirate energy. Definitely. Yeah. What was the first concert you ever attended? Oh, um, 
Okay, it's uh, it was the Backstreet Boys. Nice. Yeah, yes. I yeah, and then I when I was little, like I would call in and like win tickets on the radio like all the fucking time, mm-hmm. and yeah, like I don't know how, but every time I called in, I would just win, and I'd be like, Mom, they want to talk to you. I won tickets, like <laughs> you know. So I I think it was. I can't remember if it was Backstreet Boys or Vanessa Carlton. Probably Backstreet Boys because she came out a little after, right? Still both great concerts. Yeah, great. And I remember like, yeah, I went and saw Vanessa Carlton and was like, this is fucking sick because I won these tickets. They were like, how old are you? I was like, I'm eight, you know? And so, and I would just always win concert tickets. It was crazy. I won, I think I won them to like Gretchen Wilson, and then I also won Lady Gaga tickets. Like it just Whoa. all the time, I kept winning tickets. So there's mom with Broadway show tickets. My mom really? would win. Yeah, Broadway show tickets. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like there's an energy. It's like a radio winning energy mm-hmm. that people have, and I had that. You either have it or you don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I did. I are really you a radio did. winner. Because <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was. Those are my first concerts. They're so fun. Yeah. Some people are radio losers. Yeah, not yeah, me. And they, and they know it. We're yeah, not. Not, no, us, yeah. not here. It's gonna be us. <laughs> Um, next question. Do you have a scar with a story? Do I have a scar with a story? I do. On my knee. Let's see if I can show you. It was, is it this knee? Yeah. So I was on one of those little, um, I was nine and I was on one of those little merry-go-round things, right? You know, with the gravel underneath or it should have been wood chips. It's the thing that you like spin on, right? You know what I'm talking about? I don't think they make those anymore, which is good because they're fucking horrible. And I was wearing these giant platform like um, uh, sneaker sandals and I jumped up on the merry-go-round thingy and like slipped, but the merry-go-round was like still dragging and my knee was oh. like dragging across the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, that one that one sucks. So I have that and then I also have a scar on my head because um, when I was in preschool, this little kid pushed me and I cracked my head open. Okay, so uh, <laughs> in preschool, I pushed a little kid. <gasps> And they they had was they, it you were you in Washington? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, no, no. It was it was a male. It was a male. It was uh, a human wouldn't male. Wouldn't that be really funny it if like, really cool. like you, we know each other? Yeah, like, you yeah. were the you were the I pushing the me pushed, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is this would be the full circle like you facing that. Yeah, demon. I'd yeah. be like, hey there, hey, bud. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, I've been hunting you this whole time <laughs> for years. Me yeah. and the thinking man, we got words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ima- imagine like all this is it just like I. I came to finish the job. Uh, I'm going to push yeah. you down. I'm going to push you down. <laughs> I'm going to push you now. Yeah. We got one more, yeah? Two more. Yeah. Name three things that, that uh, three thoughts at this very moment. I can't wait to get pads to you with tofu. Nice. Yes. That's for sure in my head. I uh, got to pee a little bit. Same. And I'm also really excited to uh, get on Facebook Marketplace and look for a dresser. Nice. <laughs> yeah. the, the most mundane thoughts just floating around oh, the back good, of my good. head. Yeah. And lastly, what are you looking forward to? Oh, what am I looking forward to? Um, you know, this is one of the first times that I can like really say that I have a lot that I'm looking forward to. Like it feels good, you know. I just I'm in a good place right now. I'm really looking forward to um moving in with some of my really good friends and furnishing it because that's like our favorite thing is mm-hmm. like home decor. Like we always joke that we're like these brooding artists, but like <laughs> at, at the core, we're like farmhouse moms who are like, we just can't wait to get these cool mugs, you know? Right. Hey, spoiler alert yeah. uh, to everybody listening. Every, every artist that you listen to is a, is a home 
decor nerd. Yeah. Oh yeah. And really awkward and funny. Oh, yeah. Like the the music is so brooding, but we're so like I've, I'm just the biggest goober. I'm probably yeah. I probably, feel like the, the darker yeah. the artist, the more of a of a goober. Yeah. Like I, I I love Mothica. She's a total goober. She's love from Oklahoma. Her. Yeah, we she love a goober. Five chinchillas. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, having the goober energy is like she's so funny. So funny. She's so funny. Yeah. Her comedy. I'm always like, yeah, it's so yeah. just it's so. But good. you listen to the music and it's yeah. you know it's obviously very dark. Yeah, you know it's like. Yeah. Any one of them could have like a comedy record and it would kill. Yeah, I yeah. feel that way about a lot of my friends. Like we're all, I mean, Ronit and I have like a countryside project. Oh my God. Oh yeah, it's like, it's a vibe. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Is, there, is there a name for it? Bone Star. Bone, Bone Star. Yeah, yeah. It's like pretty, Lone Star? Yeah, but wow. yeah, yeah. That's, so that's iconic. I, thank you. Yeah, we have our, our hit single is Well, of course, that's my horse. It's so good. Wow. I wrote that in quarantine. It's horrible. It's a thought loop I couldn't get out. Like it wouldn't leave my soul. <laughs> and then we were like, let's turn it into a song. And her and I like harmonized on it. We have like four or five songs. They're ridiculous. Wow. Have you heard Parked Out by the Lake? No. Okay, um, our uh, yeah, yeah, friend yeah, of the yeah. pod, Cody Lavas, showed us the song yesterday called Parked Out by the Lake. Wow. This will be the fourth time that we uh, have heard it today. Oh, mm -hmm. great. No regrets. I we'll show it to you it. immediately. Thank you. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's basically like that's what Bone Star is. It's, just, <laughs> it's a, another place to put all of our feelings. Is there a you place know? to listen to Bone Star? Um, unfortunately, all I have is uh, some voice notes, but I will show them to you because okay. they're like, we'll just break out in song and like. Ronit is a god at harmonizing. So we'll just like full on like you're at the Opry, but we're singing about I don't <laughs> incredible. Know, yeah, silly shit. Um, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm just I'm really looking forward to like just, you know, more music and touring mm -hmm. is something that I'm really, really stoked about. I'm gonna, um, working on getting that together. I've got two of my best friends joining me on the road for Echoes Touring Amazing. to uh, do drums and guitars. This will be the first time we've had like a full live band for Echoes. That's awesome. So I'm really fucking stoked about that. Working with them has been amazing. So I'm, there's just a lot of things. Like I'm really grateful. I feel like I'm entering a new chapter in my life where I feel where feeling good is more of the normal for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, I know I shared I had a horrible month. A lot of things came up, a lot of loss, a lot of grief. But I do feel like it's part of my journey to, you know, reclaiming what it means to be who I am as a human, as an artist and to like see the world like it's I, I love that you guys like touched on the fact that I was so excited about the sun. But like, really, like yeah. I'm seeing so corny, like seeing the world through new eyes. Mm -hmm. One of the Echo songs. New eyes. Well, you, but, but you also yeah. you get when you do that, you give other people permission to do the same yeah and so in, in, in that way not to be like you know spreading positivity but you really do get to spread the opportunity for somebody to shed their perspective if if only for a moment yeah you know? and yeah and I, and I appreciate that a lot like this yeah. has been just such a fun day um today had the the trappings of potentially being hard with the psychiatry that i mentioned yeah. earlier and and all that and just that we've both been so tired and stressed yeah. and it's hot out but this is yeah. such an amazing day i think a lot of it comes because well one i mean it just we've been laughing for the last you know yeah, it's really nice. um yeah. but but also that yeah that that you've you've been able to remind us mm. of, of how nice things can be when that's how you're looking at it, that we are worthy of, of yeah. feeling good yeah so. oh that makes me so happy because that's like my favorite thing is like that's what i want to provide for everyone that i meet is like i just want everyone to feel like okay to be themselves and yeah and 
pay attention to the little things because it's the little things that are so important at the end of the day, you know? Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you for, thank you for bringing me. that to, to, yeah. to us and uh, and thank you for, for today. Thank you. Uh, this was really fun. Yeah, I feel like I can always, I love talking. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. So this has been really, really fun. Thank you for giving me a space to talk about my art and talk about my experience. And yeah, it's been really fun hanging out. We would like to thank Isotope for their support of Talking Lion. Thank you for listening and see you next time.